Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets. Now, usually we'd be making sense of the markets with Lori Pinkowski, but this morning we are joined by Haral Tal who's an analyst and financial advisor on the Pinkowski Wealth Management team. Good morning, Haral. Good morning, Simi. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks so much for being here. Now, obviously, the big news this morning, starting with the Bank of Canada holding that interest rate steady. How are the markets doing on that? Yeah, markets uh, markets are slightly down again. Uh, they've been pulling back after a strong run they've had this year, and that's just normal to see. Uh, we usually tend to see a few pullbacks per year. Uh, markets don't just go up in an upward trajectory as much as uh, we'd like to see that. Um, and what's been pressuring markets lately have been Treasury bond yields, uh, those loosely guide borrowing costs uh, for consumers. So uh, they've been moving higher lately with strong economic data, uh, which is the main driver putting on pre- putting pressure on markets lately. Uh, but yeah, uh, big headlines this morning, uh, Bank of Canada interest rate decision where the bank kept uh, interest rates steady at 5%. Uh, this uh, and this came after uh, a, a bit of economic data that indicated that the economy is starting to soften again. Uh, most recent inflation that we saw here in Canada showed that prices are up only uh, 3.8% year over year. That's in September. That's uh, it's, uh, progress since the highs that we've had for inflation, uh, but uh, yeah, still above the 2% target. Right. Is there an eye on what's happening across the border here too? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely an eye here. But uh, yeah, the U.S. economy has been a bit more resilient than Canada's. Uh, we saw uh, low unemployment, strong retail sales. Uh, we also are expecting to get the U.S. gross domestic product. Uh, that's expected to grow, actually. That's coming up tomorrow. Uh, Friday, we have another core uh, PCE, which is the personal consumption expenditure. It's a main inflation gauge that the Fed is looking at. Um, so again, anything on the stronger end of things, like stronger than expectations, would be the same uh, idea that we've seen this year where good news is actually equals bad news. So it might be good for the economy, but it's not very good for the Fed that wants to slow down the economy to bring back uh, price inflation. Okay. And what about earnings? Because I understand this is kind of the, the right in the middle of this earnings season reporting. Yeah. So uh, all while that's happening, actually, companies have been more resilient to the backdrop. Uh, we actually had about 30% of the S&P reports so far and uh, about three quarters of them of the companies have beat expectations uh, and this week we have a heavy focus for markets it's big technology companies reporting uh, yesterday uh, afternoon we saw Microsoft they reported after the close and beat expectations for profits and sales uh, companies cloud business and artificial intelligence uh, both have been pumping up revenue um, investors are loving it it stocks up about three three and a half percent today um, Google Alphabet, uh, they weren't so lucky. Um, although they beat expectations, uh, investors uh, are currently concerned about the cloud growth that they're missing expectations on. And uh, I guess the stock here is down about 7 or 8%. Um, and then we have some uh, other reporting from big tech. Meta and Amazon will actually report later on this week. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Um, and then we also had some other companies report outside of the big tech world. Uh, Coca-Cola uh, reported yesterday they beat earnings and sales estimates. Uh, 
Uh, the stock is about uh, 3.5% higher in the results. Coke is kind of a staple in households almost for some people. So we're not too surprised, even though they have hiked prices. Yeah. Um, Haral, yeah. I was I was reading about that. I was reading that they hiked prices 9%, but sales still went up by almost 3%. That, I mean, that just tells us how much people love it. So uh, unfortunately, uh, drink responsibly here. But uh, yeah, it looks like <laughs> right. they did really good. People love their Coca-Cola. Oh, and what about General yeah. Motors? Yeah, GM, GM. Uh, so we, we do see most of the companies do really well. But uh, unfortunately, some companies are dealing with fundamental company specific things. So General Motors are dealing with a worker strike. And uh, although they beat estimates uh, that caused them to pull their outlook for the year because it's uncertain what the future will look like with this strike going on. And investors uh, didn't love that. Uh, stock is down about 4% since. Okay. All right. So there's lots to look at here with earnings season. I guess it's tough for all right now for active managers, right? Even to, to try to get a hold of what is going on. Like how, how can active management help in times like this? Yeah, actually active management is why it's so important to utilize the strategy uh, versus kind of a buy and hold uh, strategy. That's the other, uh, that's the other strategy that uh, some, some investors tend to go with, but uh, we focus on active management. Um, that's uh, it's it's against the set it and forget it kind of where no changes are being made. We do believe that with changing markets, which we have seen drastic changes over the past one, two, three years even, uh, we do believe that your portfolio should change with markets, with environments. There's things happening, and we believe that you should keep up with the markets. Okay, but how do you how do you do that then? Like, what are what are some of the things that an active manager might do right now? Yeah, so there's several strategies that we utilize. And, uh, and some of them, like, for example, uh, over the past year or two, we've seen major volatility happening. So one of them has been important for us has been raising cash. Uh, our job is to filter through the noise. But uh, when, when we do see flags uh, going up, uh, that we do need to act and raise cash and limit uh, future downside. Um, we do do that. So that's uh, one of the things that we do is utilize stop losses. So those are pretty much price levels to where if a stock goes under it, that kind of tells us that although the fundamentals may be intact, that markets are not favoring the stock right now. Um, This limits the downside from any further potential. But at the same time, um, it's not an immediate uh, sell for us. It's more of a discussion of whether or not we should continue to hold the name. That's one thing. And then another one is shifting between sectors. Not all sectors will do well all the time. Uh, currently, we have a slight tilt into defensive sectors. So those are communication services, uh, utilities. Uh, those have kind of helped us uh, limit some of the volatility in markets. Uh, we expect them to do well going forward. But again, just being agile and flexible with your strategy is very important, like keeping your portfolio diversified, for example. We might have a certain tilt to a different sector at the time because we think that the market's currently to do well in that sector, but at the same time, uh, keeping your portfolio well diversified between different pockets of the market has, is also helping limit some of the downside. Um, there's going to be different risks in different pockets of the market, and if you're exposed too much in a certain sector or pocket, you may be more at risk for a, a bigger potential drawdown for your portfolio. Right, because it's even hard within a sector, right? Like take the sec- tech sector, for instance. You just mentioned earlier, like Microsoft did well, Alphabet didn't. And yet, theoretically, that's the same sector. Exactly. So it's kind of playing out to the technology sector to see where 
the fundamentals of the company lie and what we make of it going forward, uh, the potential for the company to do well moving on from here. Um, so it, it is important to take a look at fundamentals, but also to remain well diversified between different sectors. We are seeing different sectors perform uh, in different environments. For example, like the Dow is holding up better today, where you see the NASDAQ that is uh, technology heavy, that's down more. So that's another example of why it's important to remain well diversified. Okay, what about airlines? How are they doing? Yeah, so we've had a strong start of the year, obviously. First half have been very strong for travel names. Um, on our portfolios, we've had a couple of names, uh, and we, we, we saw kind of a curl lower for some of these names in the second half of the year. We're actually glad that we moved on active management, actually, and sold our positions. We had, for example, we had Carnival Cruise. We had Delta Airlines. We sold those about 40% higher from current uh, levels, and that's We've seen, we've seen a few things happen. One is consumer demand has been challenged. Uh, people are dealing with inflation and high interest rates that are spiking their mortgage costs. They may not have enough money to travel going forward. Another thing is spiking oil costs, uh, energy costs, and uh, mean higher fuel costs for these airlines. Let's say Delta Airlines uh, said that in their uh, latest earnings report. Um, so all these things, costs moving up, uh, consumer demand moving down, um, those play a factor. So again, active management is key with these. All right. Well, Haral, thank you so much for your time this morning. No problem, Simi. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. That is Haral Tal, an analyst and financial advisor on the Pinkowski Wealth Management team. Uh, you can also contact the team directly, 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.